You're listening to WTSN, and this is Fleet News Pulse. This cycle on the Pulse. Promethean Command and the 4th Light Division are still dealing with the loss of the Lancer. While its hull and major systems seem to have survived after the ship was disabled, we still have to ask what happened to the newest member of the TSN fleet. We speak to an expert engineer to learn more about the Interceptor class. But first, the regular news roundup. The Pulse starts right now. Here is the news roundup of recent events in the operational area of the 4th Light Division. The Division completed their interrupted mission to the Hjorden system to deliver the new permanent ambassador. They defeated heavy Caltron reconnaissance, apparently operating in the wake of recent Kralian interference with a high-energy artifact of some kind. No further Caltron jump points were found, and the system returned to status quo. Ambassador Fernbrook met former Ambassador Pro Temp Estes at Hjorden Station Echo 24. En route, TSN Viper and Hunter peeled off to deal with a significant pirate force menacing the Corwood stations in Hjorden Sector 4. TSN Horizon's shuttle was waiting for embarkation bureaucracy to be resolved when a desperate remnant of Unukalhai vessels emerged from a nearby nebula and tried to intervene. They were held off by TSN Sabre until Horizon could join forces to defeat them. The Division then returned Mr. Estes to Promethean Command. The Division, under the command of Captain Evans, made a lightning strike back into the Kralian staging area in Erebus system. They located the disabled TSN Lancer, deployed an engineering team to fit remote control thrusters to her hulk, and navigated her home, eliminating at least one Torgoth command ship on the way. Towards the end of the shift, TSN Viper, Sabre and Horizon answered a distress call from Dozolmari refugees arriving in Promethean system, in jury-rigged Kralian ships liberated from maintenance yards. The crew of the leading vessel abandoned ship when their drive core lost containment, and shortly thereafter went critical, causing a major radiation hazard close to forward command. Their life pods were quickly rescued, and reconfigured sensor boys were deployed to create a containment field for the radiation. A powerful group of pursuers were defeated, and analysts are poring over information retrieved from a data core found amid the chaos of destroyed and fleeing vessels. Attention all station personnel, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you your daily safety briefing for Promethean Command. The medical team has issued new guidelines for medically excused absence from duty. All personnel are now cleared for immediate return to duty as soon as the missing appendage has been regrown. This is a change from the previous policy of a two-week adjustment period due to advances in both medical technology and in dereliction of duty. That concludes today's safety briefing. The 4th Light Division took part in a deep strike blast cycle, pushing through enemy lines and attempting to cripple Kralian bases to hinder their further expansion into USFB territory. During that battle, the TSN Lancer was so badly damaged, the fleet had no choice but to leave its remains behind in enemy territory. The Lancer, an Interceptor-class vessel, was the first of its kind, introduced roughly one year ago. This new ship configuration followed a different style of design, focusing on beam firepower and speed. While viewed by many to fill a much-needed quick-response role, some engineers warned that it was overpowered and lacked sufficient defense systems. We were able to speak to one of those engineers about his foresight. It's my pleasure to set the record straight about this mess. Well, we can get right to it then. 
You were one of the few engineers who tried to warn the fleet yards about flaws in the interceptor design? Yeah, current technology can't handle the strain these kids at the yards are putting on the power relays. They think that boosting the rate of fire is going to disable enemies faster, but all it's going to do is burn out half the systems. Most engineers at the fleet yard said that while the boost of firepower might overload the systems, there were buffers installed to keep that from happening. If I shot you in the jaw, you think it would hurt any less if you put a damn pillow in the way? Um, I think it might help the impact a Nah, you get punched out of the shame. You'd lose your footing, you'd be off guard, and then I could come in with another punch to the gut! Whoa, okay there, sir. I think that we should take it down a notch. Do the Kralians care about taking it down a notch? What about the Onyx? What about the damn Caltrons? To be tough, you need to be able to take a damn punch! Oh, okay, I think that's all we have time for as security comes to help! This is Fleet News Service, signing off. Security? Help! Hey, 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 where are you taking me? Let me go. He, ne he needs to hear the truth. Hey, they all need to hear the truth. This is this is all a vanity project. We, we can build three battleships for the cost of one of these. That's all we have for this cycle. Join us next time as we delve further into the news and views of Promethean Command. This has been Fleet News Pulse. WTSN, the Fleet News Service, the spark in the dark.